0: You ever thought about what happens to your stuff after you die? Well, it depends on what you do before you die. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about wills and trusts and how to protect your assets. We're untangling financial issues.
1: Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Perret.
0: Hopefully, you can tell from this conversation that I am—I I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back.
1: Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor.
0: You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues
1: for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's your finances, Untangled.
2: Untangling your finances. The job of Mo Param, Mo Param of CloudVestors, a firm you should check out at cloudvestors.com, fiduciary firm, Many of the conveniences of the uh, activities on a virtual basis, but with the human touch. Mo, Podcast 48, I think. You still planning on that party at 50? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, good. We have to. Still working on
2: Loverboy? There you go, the (laughs) 80s band.
0: Well, I can't tell everyone that yet. Okay. I can't tell everyone yet. We're going to have a party. It's going to be a shindig.
2: A shindig right here for (laughs) Podcast 50 (laughs) uh, when we are uh, producing it and the whole staff will be involved in it. Yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's
0: going to be 50. Wow,
2: that's crazy. Who would have thought, right? I know. It's been fun. It's been fun. We have covered so much. We are going to cover, as you said, what happens to your stuff. (laughs) when you die and as you said correctly it all depends on what you do that's Um, right start with a will let me ask you this first sure can you write a will down like on a cocktail napkin is it in any way a legal document
0: (laughs) you don't yes it, it is right you know there's there really isn't a a a real need right like you can still to 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 have a attorney draft your will especially if it's a simple will so i wouldn't i wouldn't just recommend putting it on a cocktail (laughs) napkin but you can you know write your own will and uh in certain states it has to be witnessed by by a number of people either one or two uh but yes you can you know write down a will on your own and just make sure that you, that you tell somebody that you have this will okay. and where it is. No cocktail napkin. No but
2: no cocktail napkin. Well, Here's his will. It's on a cocktail napkin. And, and who's <laughs> Trixie at five, five, five. <laughs> where did I get the name Trixie? See? But anyway, all right. well, let's look, do you want to start with a simple will? Because I yeah. know we're going to get into trust too. And well, first off, what is the difference?
0: Well, the difference it, it, well yeah let's just start from the beginning so a will is a document right it's a document that really that literally puts in writing what happens to your what happens to your assets what happens to your stuff when you pass away and that can be your your actual tangible assets it can be money it can be um the guardianship of your kids right mm-hmm. it could be your pets oh it you can, even, it's more thorough it's very thorough. It's very thorough. You can, even, you can even put directions and instructions of any burial or funeral wishes. So it really is a, 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 uh, a document that basically says when I pass away, this is what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's, so for, for most people, a simple will is good enough. Right. Okay. Um, it, it does. It, it, it protects you, protects your family, and it really gives full on direction of what you want to happen when you no, when you're no longer here. Now, a trust is different. Now, an actual a trust is an actual legal entity. Right. So it's a legal entity. And what you're doing is, and this is a living trust, what's, what's, what you're doing is you're actually transferring your assets and ownership to this living entity, this living trust. So now you no longer own whatever it is that you've transferred into the trust. So one of the things that the main difference is that the, the will is a document that you create you still own the assets of or whatever it is that you that you want to direct when you pass away, but it takes into effect when you're passed away. Okay, um, right. It doesn't go into effect, but the trust does. So it, the trust goes into effect while you're alive. That's why they call it a living trust because it's 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 a trust while you're alive. You're alive. You've set up the trust. Do you, do you
2: still have? I mean, it's still yours, but not yours. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Can you
0: access? (laughs) No, no, no. It's well in some aspects, right? So a living trust. There's so there's two types of trusts. Living trust. There's a revocable and irrevocable. Okay. Okay. So now the one of the best things about a trust is that it actually bypasses what's called probate. So probate is a judicial system that dictates uh, and untangles right uh, un- complexities when it comes to wills and guardianship and trust. If you don't have any th- any of these documents in uh, in uh, in place, mm-hmm. but uh, but a revocable trust is a trust that you add assets to, but you can you can make changes to it. So you can make changes to taking assets in and out of the trust. Okay, you can take. Uh, you can make changes to who you want to leave. Uh, who's a beneficiary of the trust, right? You can. You can make changes to the trust overall. An irrevocable trust does not allow any changes. Why? So it is. Would it you is do that? Pretty- <laughs> I mean, you know, I want to have a
2: little control. I mean, but there has to be someone that works for.
0: Yeah, yeah, there has to be someone that works for that that works that it works for Um, One difference I know is that a revocable trust because you can You can make changes while you're alive It doesn't shield you from lawsuits. Well, the trust isn't shielded from lawsuits. So if you are being sued by someone, that person can technically go after any of your assets that are in a trust that's oh, Sorry, they are in a, in a revocable trust. Okay. In an irrevocable trust, because you can't make any changes to it, right? They can't a, touch it, it. They can't touch it. Uh huh. You literally do not have control of a of a irrevocable trust. You are you are giving away complete control and ownership of whatever assets you put inside the trust, and you and you can't make any changes. So even if you added like the house, your primary residence and you put it into a trust mm-hmm. and you wanted to make any type of modifications, changes to the trust, so sorry, to the house itself, you can't do it all on your own. You have to go through whoever you've given ownership of the trust to.
2: Okay. So on, so, the, yeah. on the irrevocable, obviously I'm not dead yet. So I'm, I'm not putting everything in it because I got to live, right?
0: You've got to live. You've got to live, right? Okay. So um so you don't want to put it you don't want to put everything in it uh some people some people put a good portion of their assets in the in in an irrevocable trust because it can help with estate taxes because you've completely given up ownership of of the assets God forbid if you passed away you don't own any you don't own those assets okay. and you can and depending on how wealthy you are right you can avoid estate taxes to your family because Technically, you didn't own any. You didn't own anything. The trust owned it. Remember, the trust is an actual legal entity. So the so the trust owned it, not you.
2: You've basically decided I don't need this stuff, and I want to. I want people to have this stuff. So I'm going to put this stuff in an irrevocable trust. It's out of my hands now. It's protected. If I'm sued, and probably yeah. in other ways, and but i and i'm i'm not putting this part in because i need that to live on let me well, right, let me ask you this suppose i say i want my house to go to whoever can i still is it is it is the does the language specify that's after i die where i can continue to live in it
0: yes yeah okay yeah so now so, i'm so
2: asking why would you do a, re, a, a revocable trust because because the protection of the irrevocable is pretty good and you've already decided you don't need that stuff you put in the irrevocable to live on
0: right well one of the things it, it's it's you know it it allows it allows changes right right okay. if the revocable trust allows you to make some changes it gives a bit a bit of flexibility um in in Again, and adding airs, and adding other people, and altering and some of the details behind the the, the language of the trust. So, in some aspects, yes, it it does it do the. It doesn't have as much legal protection from creditors right okay Okay. but it does give you the ability right what happens if you put your house into the irre- irrevocable trust and you say uh, you know what i want to i want to make i want to backtrack but like there's no there's no you can't backtrack you can't take it back <laughs> you can't take it back and so whoever you say will get your house that's it they're getting that's it. it they're getting it because it's no longer yours it's in the okay. trust the trust owns it okay so so there's you know there's benefits behind behind uh the revocable trust but you know, you can see the, you can see how, uh, how firm, grip, how concrete, how, uh, how ironclad, if you want to call it, that the irrevocable trust is.
2: Now, irrevocable trust is is that it, or are there
0: different kinds of those? Well, there's different kinds of irrevocable. There are different kinds of irrevocable trust. Okay. Uh, and different and different kinds of – so like there's a – you may have hear, heard of like a life insurance trust. Uh-huh. And that's where the, the owner of a life insurance policy puts the life insurance uh, in a trust. And so when that person passes away, the trust technically owns the policy now. The trust is the beneficiary of the policy. And now the money goes into the trust and the trust can funnel the funds to directly however – It was it was dictated and specified in the language of the trust. Okay, Uh, so so you know you might have heard some people say that uh, you know when I pass away, you know I want to give my child you know two grand a year. Two sorry, that's that's pretty low. Two grand a (laughs) month for ten years. But if they get married, then that can you can expert you can uh, excel that accelerate that to three grand. All this fancy language with. uh, uh, within a trust Yeah. Well sometimes that's funded How is that funded? It's funded through life insurance So you have a life insurance policy And instead of the money going to a specific beneficiary Like a specific person The money goes The beneficiary is the actual trust So the money goes to the trust And now the trust will Whatever language is in, that's dictated in the trust That's how the funds are dispersed Okay, okay. There's charitable trust We do a lot of charitable charitable trusts. With uh, charitable planning with our firm and the charitable trust, like you want your church to get everything. You want your church to get everything, right? Uh, or, uh, or or your, your alma mater, right? Yeah. So basically, what it sounds like, but it, it's 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 having the 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 trust own the the uh, the assets so they can be distributed to the charity of your choice.
2: Does it? Are there any minimums in amounts like you you had said first two thousand a year? I want that to go, and and you no, said that's yeah. too low. But suppose that's all you you wanted them to get. I mean, there are there any minimums oh, yeah. you could put in it?
0: No, you could put you know what if you really wanted to uh, uh, to drip on them, you know you could do. There's no minimums, right? You <laughs> okay. could do a here's here's two hundred dollars a month for uh, two hundred dollars a year for the first ten years. I mean, it's all. Okay. You can do whatever you want with it, okay. uh, but you know when you, when you but but you have to really think about right. Um, I typically see, and you know we don't when we do financial planning. You know we don't we don't just wave a broad brush over everything. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if you don't have assets of at least a million dollars, right? If your assets are a million and less, okay, then getting so complicated with the will, in my opinion, may not make the most sense because you can probably do a lot of estate planning with just a will and some beneficiary language and designations with, uh, different, co- different, so different under accounts.
2: A, under a million, you really would, you're, well, that guy confused it, but you're saying you would more likely just need a will as opposed right. to trust. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you think about it I mean you're creating a a a legal document that's creating a new entity a new existence and then you're transferring assets into this into owner you're basically removing ownership from your assets and having this new entity called a trust dictate where you know um uh, dictate the management of these assets so all of that means that attorneys, documents have to be involved, and it costs, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so, if we don't have, you know, generally, again, generally speaking, if we don't have much uh, of of assets over a million, then sometimes these trusts don't make sense. Uh, if you have a special needs, right? If you have special needs um, children mm-hmm. or or sibling. You know that's that's where you don't necessarily need a million, right? Because that's that's a little different, right? That's where you have this trust. That's that's the the goal behind the trust is you. you, There's a the beneficiary is someone who has special needs. Okay. So that's where even if you have a half a million dollars, but we want to make sure to get a trust, it would make sense, right? See what you mean about
2: not using a broad brush then, because sometimes it would make sense for someone. Um, I know in the second segment, we're going to cover how to write a will, but I do have this question um, actually two of them. If you have, sure. if you, well, the first, I'll just give for both questions real quick. If you have a trust, do you still need a will? And if you just have a will, do you have any kind of protection like you get with a trust?
0: Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. Thank you. Uh, you can, you can have a will. If you have, uh, if, if you have a trust, you, you can still have a will. Uh, One of the reasons why is because the trust in some aspects is owning your assets, right? And, and making decisions on your assets, but a trust isn't, isn't uh, really protecting on guardianship. And so if you have young children and, you want to have some guardianship, right? You want your parents, or you know your nephew, or, or your uncle, or your brother, whoever, to be guardian to be guardian of your ch- of your children. Mm-hmm. Should you pass away, that kind of language is dictated in a trust. Okay. Oh, sorry, that kind of language is will. dictated in a will. Uh, and also, part of a will is usually uh, you get a power of attorney and you get a healthcare directive. So essentially, the healthcare directive—the main one of the main ones—the healthcare directive—who makes medical decisions for you, should you uh, not be able to uh, have the mental capacity to make those decisions for yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's kind of done through a will as well.
2: Wow. I didn't realize I'd have all these questions from this but they're they're just like hitting me like right and left
0: well I, or well you know it's funny because the, the reason why we brought this up today is because you know one of my friends who's a loyal listener um, sent me a text the other day and said she had questions mm-hmm. about this, and I figured you know what she's has questions. We're doing this on a consistent basis, having these conversations with clients. Um, you know what let's let's spend a few minutes just discussing wills and trusts. absolutely if the listener has any suggestions you're going to go with that yeah you know it's hard to select you know because we have millions of fans right so it's hard oh. to select and answer everyone's questions but this time we did
2: and and, and <laughs> as you should I mean you no know, you're right you can't go with everyone well we're going to cover uh, how, uh, I'm writing a will basically coming yeah. up this is actually this is this is very educational mo I appreciate it uh how yeah. to write a will that's coming up on your finances untangled.
1: Close to retirement, holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloud Vesters. That's
2: cloudvesters.com untangling your finances yeah that's what we do right here thanks for listening and thanks for your um your feedback on the podcast consumer advocate dave perkins here with mo param of cloud we're covering well estate planning we've talked about mo laid out the differences between an irre- irrevocable and a revocable trust uh we touched on wills but we're going to touch on wills even more here I was thinking about, it too, because you mentioned, you know, you, there's so much you can put in a will, like even uh, who gets your pets, who cares for your pets. I'm just, right. I'm not 70. I'm so, I'm not 70. I'm a ways away from that. But I was just thinking, how would my daughter feel when I'm 70 and I said, hey, guess what? I just got a parrot. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, they can live 80 years.
0: Oh, yeah, they can.
2: What would she they... be thinking if I told her I got a parrot <laughs> at 70? <laughs> I mean, I, I, she's probably not going to be happy unless she she's really prob- likes parrots. She's probably
0: not going to be happy. You know, that's a uh, that is a lot of time on her hands. Dad, have she- you thought about a
2: goldfish, maybe <laughs> something like that? A gerbil? A gerbil? Oh, wait a minute! I take that back. Gerbils can live, or oh, no, yeah, no, no. It's guinea pigs can live like up to seven, eight years. She wouldn't want me to get that. Oh, seven. really? Yeah, I think guinea pigs can live that long. Um, but they don't have wills, but we do. So what we're going to look at just the, what is the process? We've already established I can't write it on a cocktail napkin under the number of somebody. I've got somebody's number at the bar. I can't do that. <laughs> it's not, not a good idea at least. So what is the process of writing a will? Uh,
0: well, first you you, you want to at least you want to jot down what you have, right? You want to you want to get a list of your, your of your assets your home, any real estate, any bank accounts, uh, investment accounts. Just get a list of all your stuff, your car, right? Just get a list of everything that you would want that uh, that you can collect, all your assets. Uh, you want to you get a list and jot it, jot it all down. And then that's the first part. And then now we start looking at, you know, really who, where do you want it to go? You know, where do you want all these assets to go? Do you want it to go to your spouse at this point? Do you want it to go to children? Um, You know, that's that's the first part. You get your you get your you get your assets in order and then out of the assets, you you get very specific out of these specific assets. You know, where do you want each of these assets to go? And then you start naming your, who do you want, who do you want to be the beneficiary of these assets? Uh, So whether it's your, again, whether it's your daughter, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your cousins, whoever it may be, uh, that's that's where you want to go. You can go as specific as percentages, right? So Mm -hmm. if you had an investment account, you could say, well, I want 25% to go to here and I want 10% to go here or specific dollar amounts. Um, but yeah, so that's where we go. We go, we get your assets, get be very specific of where you want it to go, get very specific on who do you want to have, um, your stuff. And then you start to, then you ask yourself, who do you want to execute the will? Cause remember the will gets executed when you pass away. So you, and, you're, not, and you're not around
2: now. Is that the person who, um, really they're, they're handling it, right? They're, they're handling. They're it.
0: taking charge of it. <clears throat> they're taking charge of it. They're they're the ones who are making sure that the the uh, the document is being executed and uh, the, in the way that you want it to be executed, mm-hmm. in the directions that you've state that you've laid out. Okay. So you want to make sure that person is very responsible, right? Um, you want to make sure that person is knows first of all. You want to make sure that person knows that they're the ex- the executor of your of your will. It would be helpful, uh, yeah. It would be helpful. I'm sure they'd appreciate that, right? it. No <laughs> so it doesn't have to be an attorney. Um, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be an attorney. Uh, you know, their attorneys because this is a legal document, right? And there can be some complexities in in the. Uh, in the distribution of the assets, especially if there are any estate taxes that they, that they need to be taken care of, uh, especially if um, uh, if different beneficiaries are in different states, if we're executing things in different states of when you pass, an attorney may have a little attorney may have a little more knowledge on the tax laws or yeah. on the estate planning laws. But by all means, an, an, an attorney doesn't have to be the executor. Of the trust okay we see it happen often but the attorney doesn't have to it's not it's not mandatory you mentioned something earlier that
2: makes it where you really need a will early in life when you have children especially because who do you want to have your kids if something were to happen to uh, you know you and your wife for instance let's say yeah you need who 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 will be the guardians for your children
0: yeah i mean that's that's a big deal i mean that is huge i mean statistically, I mean, I don't know about the, I don't know completely what the statistics are, but I'm pretty sure that I, both parents passing away at the same time or maybe, be, or even by before the child turns of majority age is yeah. probably pretty low overall. I'm sure it is, but it but certainly it can happen, Yeah, you know, like it, car it, wreck, it plane s- crash, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It can certainly, it can certainly happen. And so, um, you know, you, you want to make sure that Do you have a guardian in place? Because, you know, you're like, so right now I live in Georgia. I have family in New York. I have family in North Carolina. If I have family in Georgia, right? Um, If both, you know, if my spouse and I passed away, then who is guardian of my kids? Is it my side of the family? Is it my wife's side of the family? Mm -hmm. Right? Is it... Okay, now what if they're? What if it's my family? Are they? They're in New York. Well, that's my mother. My mother is almost seven years old. Does she want to start raising kids at this point? Right. Or is it my sister? My sister has kids of her own, but she's in North Carolina. Or do we do we want to take my kids to uh, Savannah, where my cousin is? Mm-hmm. But then my wife's family might be in Georgia. I'm thinking so, Andrew. Nida. fighting over it?
2: Andrew. Nida. Oh,
0: Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got three of his own, right? So, yeah. uh, but but you know, but you can see how they get split up, right? How mm-hmm. arguments mm-hmm. can happen. You know, who takes care of the kids? So that's where um, uh, having this, having these instructions laid out, makes um, you know, kind of clears the air and makes things much easier uh, if anything were to happen. And you also want to make sure that that person, the guardian, whoever it is, is also responsible as well, because you know they'll any money that that's, that's needed for the child, you know, especially if you know they're minor kids, right? So they're five, six, seven, ten, mm-hmm. eleven, twelve, whatever they, whatever it is, don't need money, right? They'll need money to survive. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that the that the guardian or, or the guardians that you've chosen are responsible when it comes to money, because they may need to be they, they may need they may need to access some funds. Uh, before the child turns 18 or or age of majority, depending on what state you're in. And oh, then and then, mm-hmm. and then get, the, get the will signed. I mean, sorry, get the will um, signed and witnessed. All right, let's go back to the bar. And I
2: know you've already told me I can't do it on a cocktail <laughs> napkin, but I'm in the bar. And this is another reason I shouldn't do it on a cocktail napkin. I got some things to write on there. I got that, that lady's number I, I met. <laughs> and now I got to get it signed and and does it need to be notarized
0: does it need to be notarized but it, it it has to be witnessed so you definitely want to have it witnessed by by at least two people okay
2: does it matter who can it be the bartender and one of the servers <laughs> there
0: it can't be the person it can't be anyone who's going to inherit the will so it can't be okay. like you're, well i guess well it depends on the bartender are you going to give are you going to give her anything no, I'm not giving her answer. <laughs> so she can sign it then. So
2: she can sign it. <laughs> wow. but uh. so,
0: so legally, I could write it. Legally, you can write it. Okay. You can write it, have it witnessed by two people. Um, at least two people, to the signing. Um, and they're going to sign that they witness you sign it. Okay. Can't be anyone that's going to inherit any of the assets. Right. So, you know, if you're like I said, if you're going to leave everything to your to your two kids, right, your two kids can't be the witness to, to you
2: signing the will. But suppose you have two people that aren't going to be a beneficiary signed it. Do they have to do they need to be located possibly afterwards or just they're taking because you're not getting it notarized. So it's just, OK, there's two signatures there. They're they're not named on the will like, suppose right. it's somebody I work with and then
0: I moved somewhere else and don't well, know. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's why, I mean, that's one of the reasons why people like to do, have an attorney draft right. these bills, right? right? It makes things yeah. a little more, I want to use the word secure, but well, I guess secure in some aspects, right? Yeah, it, it makes Secure sense. in the sense yeah. that the, that... Uh, now, will now a will can be contested, right? There's people can that contest will. Oh, sure. Um, so even if you had two witnesses and you used an attorney, someone can contest a will. Does that but avoid probate? A will, it 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 could, it could it it does its best to avoid probate. Okay. Yeah, but but you no, know, if someone contests a will, normally if no one's contesting the will, it it'll, it'll bypass probate. Okay. But if if someone's contesting the will. Then there, there could be a chance that it goes through some type of judicial means to to see if, hey, did he really sign that cocktail? Wait, did, did he really sign the <laughs> cocktail napkin? Hey, who, who is that bartender? Does she really exist? Right. And who's who's Trixie? Um, who's this Trixie? Who's Trixie? Right. <laughs> She's not a beneficiary, but her number's there. Uh, because uh, you have to be of a, si- a sound mind, right? So. Well, that rules me out, yeah.
2: right? <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> are there any templates online you can use if you were going to do it yourself? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's that places- for everything
0: else. There's places online. It's very cost effective, um, pretty much cookie cutter. Uh, that but the, of a place where you can create a will. There, there, but there are with places online that you can do it. Um, I've heard some horror stories though. Some horror stories of where some of the documents—I uh, don't know how this happened—but you know there was only one witness versus two, and uh, the uh, no will was contested. Boy. Oh wow! But but yeah, with with technology nowadays, right? I mean, if you think about how we are, right? Cloudvestors—we're mm-hmm. doing financial planning virtually, and so technology has changed over time. Where you know we have a lot of ways that we can uh, make estate planning financial planning cost effective and so yeah there are some good services out there that where you can you can have a will um created and established online okay
2: well this has been very um informative um because i you you did really break down the difference in between trust and will and then the different kinds of trusts and I like that and who's best for it, but not necessarily in a broad brush look, because you did mention who might be better suited for trust, even with assets under a million.
0: Right, right. You know, for the majority, again, for the majority, uh, a will will do will do the job, right? The will, if you have life insurance, you're going to name the beneficiary of it, Um If you have a retirement account, you're naming, hopefully you name a beneficiary there. So you can do some, you know, some estate planning just by making sure you have the right beneficiaries and having a will. But when you have assets that are, you know, when we start looking at estate taxes or trying to eliminate estate taxes, Mm -hmm. uh, I mentioned special needs, right? If you... uh, uh, if you have a, a good amount of life insurance, right? You know, you, you're creeping into the five, ten million dollars of life insurance, hmm. and the only reason you'd have that if there's, you know, we're trying to do some real, um, some concrete estate planning. Yeah. Then, then we start looking at, you know, a will. Sorry. Then we start looking at trusts. Uh, gotcha. But for the most part, a will and some beneficiary languages and designations can do, uh, do, can do the trick there. I like the protection though, with the trust, but, um, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. We live in a very litigious world now. No doubt. So, you know, uh, the new house that we, that we moved to, that we bought has a pool. And so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward for this summer, uh, to open up the pool, but you know, little Timmy, starts running across the (laughs) pool and he slips and cracks his forehead and starts to sue us. Right. Yeah. it's nice to nice to notice you have that protection of a will I mean of, of, of a trust your po- if you if little Timmy fell in the pool you'll be doing a different kind of
2: podcast you won't even <laughs> be doing your finances untangled You're like and now wall pre- wallpapering with mo Perim. <laughs> <laughs> hey can I make a dis- <laughs> can I make a disclaimer here I I don't yeah. meet people at bars and I don't even know where I got the name Trixie well I mean actually I do my growing up my our next door neighbor's dog was named Trixie so oh, really? I just wanted to make a disclaimer there on that just having fun um, just having fun g- g- just having fun good stuff mo i'm looking forward uh, to we're so close to that party that's coming with podcast 50 it's going to be fun
0: so close to number 50 so close
2: well, in it's the gonna meantime, be
0: fun. Balloons and streamers. Good, good, good. I love that.
2: Noisemakers too. We gotta have that. um Well, so we've still got forty nine, and we'll, we're going to hit that, and make that available next week. But in the meantime, thanks for listening and hanging with us on forty eight. Thanks to all the listeners
0: and to you, Mo. And I look forward to doing it next week. Same here, Dave. Thank you, and for everyone, like us, share us, rate us. Um, Share us, definitely share us, and uh, continue listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. On Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes
1: of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts